The following podcast is a production of the network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Work in the Raven book. I'll be right back, everyone. And we're going to be starting with their campaign in about two minutes. Yeah. Happy Mother's Day to all you moms that are watching. Moms like to watch Dungeons and Dragons Twitch on Mother's Day. It's the most perfect gift to give. Maybe you're watching with your mom. If you are, thank you. Yeah. Maybe you're one of our moms. I mean, that's that could happen. They're on yeah. our, our Facebooks. Right? Yeah. And if you didn't get your mom a present, maybe you should sign her up for Twitch and have her follow us. Happy Mother's Day. Right. Now that's a gift that keeps on giving. That's a gift that keeps on giving. (laughs) Why do I keep getting these emails? (laughs) Who are these people going live? (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, I didn't. uh, I don't know what everyone else did for Mother's Day. I went over to my mom and. We I gardened for her. That's that was nice. about it. We did some planting, some mulching. That's very nice. What a nice boy. Yeah. I try. You want to come down to like Clearwater? Because I could totally use some of that too. <laughs> Been putting it off for a while, but it's too hot overnight. Right now. Yeah. We got it done just before the rain today. Nice. So is the but... water really clear in Clearwater or is it slightly cloudy or? Uh, depends. They call it clear water, but it's it's mostly Florida water. It's hard. Florida, wa- <laughs> Florida water, man. Florida water. Well, that's that's how you become a true Floridian, right? Just gotta drink the water. Drink the water. Well, it's it's between just... the water, the meth, and the alligator. So you just pick one and roll the dice. Roll the dice. Anthony <laughs> made me think of like a water elemental. That's Florida man. By water. saying Florida water man. Yeah, <laughs> water How would you stop it. Yeah. Like the Aquaman of Florida. Yeah. Because <laughs> riding in on an al- on an alligator. Crack on a boat. Crack it Alligators. 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 Like no, crack crack it's water boy. Crocodiles are more salt water. Typically. Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> I have my notes. Oh, I thought of one more thing for Mother's Day. If you want to have fun with your mom on Mother's Day, you should get her ready for Kaimon from DCT Industries. You know what? That's a fun game you can play with your mom down the road, maybe next Mother's Day once it's out. You know what? Dreams do come true. There it is. Guys, check out our, check out our great sponsor over there, DCT Industries. Uh, check them out on Facebook, DC, dctindustries.gaming. Uh, there's my notes on that. As well as on Instagram, dct underscore gaming. Finks, I heart my, is it a mom, is it a mom below you? We can't see. Oh, okay. So please do head on over to uh, DC. 
DZD Industries. You try and support uh, Jeff and Kaimon and all that has to come from them. But let's get into our session as we pick up from last week. Last week, Fateball of Five had journeyed venture had journeyed further into the tomb of one moment. Oh, yeah, I think I made him up and I always pronounce his name wrong. Solvalis. The journey into the tomb of Solvalis further in and uh, found themselves in a, uh, after crossing a rocky cavernous bridge being chased by flaming skulls, and entered a resting chamber of sorts that had four large tree trunks in each corner and a space on the tree trunk where you could place your hand. The party <laughs> doing as they usually do and just going for it, all place their hands and there was a prick of some sorts which commenced with blood flowing down the, flowing down the, uh, <clears throat> the corners of the walls and into the pool in the middle as a pit of blood had uh, a, pit, a circular ritual pit had begun to raise off offset out of the ground as you all heard pounding and thudding with the release of Sovalis the conqueror he had passings with you all in a different form and as he had not been out in a physical sense of his, of the body in quite some time. He's a little confused and begin and uh, looking to finish the ritual that supposedly had begun many, many, many years ago. You all attempted to for the most part try to fool him and leave without a conflict but due to not the best of interactions and failed checks he saw through some lies and decided against his his original plans bringing you all directly into a larger ritual room that he had begun chanting in raised a platform out of a swirling pit of blood. You saw the ground break open in front and begin to rise in the air as Azoth and Sovalis had begun to float on a, uh, a stone platform with blood pouring down in columns off flowing over the side as he is chanting to the blood moon to raise a power to bring back and raise <clears throat> chanting to the blood God to raise the blood moon to bring the eternal night where undead would prosper. You all hear slurping this 
as the blood starts to bubble and slurp up and the wa- the liquid is now kind of uh, the current is starting to speed up not a not a fast rush but now begin to spin in a clockwise motion that you're all standing in except for Azoth who is up on the top who's up on a platform which I will show right here You all see the blood pit start to spin around, swirling, and as the popping of slurps and noises, you see that there are sentience in the slime beginning to take hold, looking at you, Howard, Finks, and Remus, while you hear the crumbling of the structure of the temple begin to shift as you hear... And in far distance of behind you and above you, you hear <clears throat> as if almost chambers are collapsing and the building is rejecting what is to come. Azoth, make a perception check. We got a nat 20 plus six, please. Yeah. You almost like you're seeing shadows out of the corners of your eye. You can sense there's a darker presence of a different force, but very off-putting also in this chamber as well. Almost as if Another entity is also in the room with you that is similar in power to this ritualistic ordained elf that is chanting to this blood god, but different entirely. You pick up almost as if out of the corner of your, corner of your eyes when you go to look around, the shadows in the room start to kind of suck back into corners and you can't fully grasp a hold. There's something here as well. Uh, uh, do I hear any particular types of noises? Uh, you, hear the, you hear the slurping and the bubbling of the blood going... Uh, you hear the crumbling of the, er, of the temple around. You hear the small chittering and the scratching on the... With the nap 20, with the scratching on the stones spider legs running on the walls. Uh, do I notice if um, uh, what's his nuts? Uh, here's the spider uh, noise. Is he, is he aware because of it? To your to your uh, <clears throat> to your perception, you see that he is extremely focused on his ritualistic chanting as you now hear him start to go into a verse about no matter day or night all that will prevail is the red light of the moon and with that nat 20 
you see that there is some there are two ready there are two lightly glowing red eyes coming from down below in front of you about three feet off the ground where Fink is. As you see, his eyes are just slightly glowing red. How high you up are we? For initiative. Okay. You are um, 20 feet up. Real quick, I just wanted to remind everybody, um, we left off last time I had Bless Up, so that's the D4 to attack rolls and to saving throws. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. I think I fired off the two Eldritch Blasts, too, right before we ended as well, so I don't know if that would like break his chanting or if he's just still going to keep on going or what. I'm going to allow him to throw I'm going to allow him to throw a constitution save on that. He saves. Chanting is still going. Okay. But there is a <clears throat> You dabble in dark arts and you're not trained enough. It took me centuries to be where I'm at. And you've but well, not more than a few moments left of life. Knew it. The Red Lantern. <laughs> All right, initiative. Howard, what you got? Uh, 11. Remus. 14. Azoth. 12. Finks was 18. 18. Finks, top of the round. What are you doing? All right. Um, so I believe I was on the tensor's floating disc. Is that right? I got grabbed yes. by the, the coat. <laughs> you, you and I are on the disc. Yes, I picked you up. All right. Yes. Um, let's see. Do I have a disc? Let's see. How high? In, let's see. I believe it's it's like three feet off the ground. Oh no! I was gonna say there, there's a disc there that you are that you have Fink's next to you, which you looking down at Fink's. You see that his eyes are slightly glowing red. My eyes are? Yep. Cool. Okay. Finks, um, what are you doing? All right. So Finks is going to kind of get his bearings and kind of grab onto like Remus's belt or something. <laughs> Balance. All right. Grab my up, tail. Uh, yeah. There you go. Uh, throw up the spiritual weapon um, right on top of, um, I forgot his name. I'm sorry. Sovelis. Sovelis. Um, and I just kind of want it to be the, the bat creature. And I want to kind of like just get it in between Azoth and Sovelis and make an attack. Okay, I'm just going to use this as a marker for the bat. For you. So as you begin to uh, chant and grab one of your holy symbols, you see that this red misty looking bat flies out into his uh, face as he goes, <laughs> could have picked a better form for your trick. I already used the boot. Now attack. Make attack roll. 19. That does hit. That does hit. Uh, All right, four damage. Four damage. What kind of damage is it? 
Um, I don't know. It doesn't say. Where would that be? It'd be under the spell itself. Force damage. Weapon. Force damage. Okay. Okay, that's good. Then. So you have the bats fly over it into his face and ah, kind of brushes them away and uh, low kind of this growl from his from his chest. Azoth, you look over at him and you see these fangs just kind of start to grow out of his mouth. Remus, you're up. What what are you doing? Unless you're going to do anything, any movement, Finks. Uh, I am on a disc, so no. Okay. Hang on tight. Uh, oh, God. So we see there's the guy up top with Azoth, the spiritual guardian now. You said there was stuff coming out of the lower level blood, too, or? Here, one second. Let me just get that camera. Oh, a moment. Okay, so there is currently make a perception check, Remus. Dun dun dun. I got a seventeen. All right. What you? All right. What? God dang it! Hold on. I'm blind again. My one good eye is gone, and I'm now just looking through everything. Give me just a second. We can pull this up. Uh, had the map cam fall down. Who knows how intense the situation is. While you're doing that, I'll be right back too. Hold on one second. While the tripod may let you down, do you know what will never let you down? Kaimon from DCT Industries. It's something for everyone, and your dreams can come true when you play Kaimon. DCT. There you go. There we go. It's a lot better now. Okay. So, Remus, what you see is the platform that is raised, the pools of blood that are streaming down, mm-hmm. you see forming out of one is a big pool of red slime. It's a big pool of red slime that is kind of kind of this coalescing into a form as it's raising and rising raising and rising out of the pit at about four feet tall it's out 
and you see it's kind of this has this flow of uh, blood, like the liquid is just currently flowing through within it. It's a giant blood clot monster. Essentially. Uh, as of right now, that's all you can see. Okay. So far. I don't like that. So I'm going to... All right, I don't trust... This is all the weird guy's fault on top. I'm going to hit the weird Perhaps. guy. <laughs> He's right. inside you... Remus's brain. Um, I'm going to throw two psychic daggers at him, if possible. I'll say you'll be at disadvantage because you don't have direct line of sight from him. You're okay. coming at an angle. Hmm. I will still try. Go for it. All right. So 18. You four. Oh, yeah. That that hits. I used it anyways. Now it's 19. That's that still hits. <laughs> um, so that's going to be. Where are you? Um. So is he occupied with the spirit weapon or I'm not going to count the spirit weapon as a as a person. Okay. But Azoth is just outside of that uh, melee combat range. Gotcha. So that's going to be 8 damage then. And then the offhand psychic dagger is probably. Oh, wait. I'll roll the d4. 14. Just misses. Darn him. So as you throw the first dagger, you kind of bounce off of Tensor's disc, see uh, the chanting as their hands kind of raise up. So he kind of snarls over at Azoth. You whip a dagger. You see it kind of do this little curling spin motion as it corkscrews and hits him in the neck as he smacks it, looks down at you as he kind of pushes his hand out in your direction. You throw the second dagger to follow it. And as the psychic energy pushes and hits his hand, it just into a puff of just psychic smoke. Stop making giant blood burgers. (laughs) And right. that's it for Remus. Azoth. I'm going to look up at Solvalis. Uh Okay, wait. Um... Are we still in um, like a cavern, or are we able to see the, the sky at this point? If he's like waiting for a, a blood moon ritual, I feel like there needs to be a, a sky for him to see like whatever the mood is happening. Is there an opening at this point, or are we still in like a cavern or a cave with all the crumbling? You are, you are in the chamber that when you first walked into, where the hunched creature that you've all coined Zoolander was in this is in the chamber that was to the right with the whirlpool right. pit 
but with the raising of the pit and everything else that's going oh, on, his ceiling still off? no ceiling is still flat. Oh, Finch's eyes are red. I get why his eyes are red now. Here's a red lantern. No, uh, um. <laughs> What's he's all doing, man? I'm going to um, take. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna take the 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 little tuning fork with the the spider necklace that I have on that he tried to like I was gonna like try and you know offer an exchange for him that I still have, and I'm gonna look at Sobolus and. Um, I'm going to slowly back away towards the edge of the platform and say, um, and I'll shout out, um, in need of your assistance, I pledge myself to you, Lolf, and I'll jump off the platform backwards down towards the blood pool. All right, just make a religion check for me. Twenty-one. This is like it's like I. All right. So as you run <laughs> off the pit and walk over to it, and do you just back like backfall, or do you jump for it? No, I just kind of like um. Just like, uh, you know, when they're doing the action movies, you know, I'm not jumping for yeah. the bushes. I'm just going to hope to, like, land in the pool of blood underneath. Just fall back. Make a deck. Okay. Deck save with disadvantage. You go to fall. Fifteen. Okay. So you all see Azoth hold up the forning, the, the tuning fork to the demon web pits as he professes and claims out for help from Lolf falls back. Azoth, you feel the rush of wind in your hair as you do a somersault backflip, stick the landing. As you're holding the tuning fork, you see it. It has this dark, sickly glow to it. I'll give you that as a free action in your in your movement. You have about ten feet of movement left. You I'll see that there is a big blood looking red oozy thing right there. Um how far away am I to get towards where there could possibly be um you said earlier I noticed the the shadows felt like they were drawing back in, like there was something going on with the shadows, there was another energy present. How far away am I to somewhere where I could be uh in the shadows? so to say. It's, you, you go, you begin to make a perception check because you begin okay. to scan scan the room and look around for some location to hide, to catch your breath, to okay. hope for a moment. And as you're looking around, there are no real places to hide in this chamber. This is fairly open. You're all fairly exposed unless you're to go under the structure or go around it to the back. But even then you would see that Sovalis could look through 
parts to look down and across it. All right. Um, I'll make my way towards the party then. However many Ten feet over. All right. With that being it, Howard. Oh, still not back. Howard has a headache. That's all right. So as Howard what spasms, man. grabbing his head for her, for for the brief moment, with his bad hand, <laughs> with his ba- oh. the bad hand, just <laughs> uh, you see this red sliming ooze just <laughs> as it just is revolting noises of slime just regurgitating upon slime. Just <laughs> it's just these whooping sounds of just muck and as thick, 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 bloody liquid. Essentially, you have, you're looking at a big pool of coagulated blood that's been collected for hundreds and hundreds of years. It is going to slime and fester itself over to Re, uh, <clears throat> over to Finks and Remus. And it is going to make one hit at, here, let me actually see, 11 to 20, it goes for Remus. It's going to go for Remus. Does a 12 hit? No. Remus, as a red, thick, Pseudopod, almost like a chameleon tongue, lashes out. It goes to sling right at you, and you quickly just move your head back as there's almost a rubber band effect as it slams back into the body of the slime itself. I need both you and Finks to make dexterity saving throws. As after throwing out a tendril, you see it begins to ooze out and some of the mass of the body begins to slip and slime coating over the ledge that you are oh wait coating over the ledge that you're hovering about and billowing up and uh, coming onto Tensor's disc 18 for me 18 Remus what you roll for deck save also 18 Whatever we're about to do, can we do it like perfectly synchronized? <laughs> you are holding on to my tail. <laughs> I'm just coming with you for the ride. Okay. Uh, as as the ooze kind of slides out from the base of the creature, it comes up, and as it kind of <laughs> explodes, there's this slime that kind of flies at you and faints quick thinking you pull up your shield block all the all this uh splattering of blood that comes flying at you and any bit that is coming at remus you just quickly pick up and block it as remus is ducking and almost uh, matrixing all these little bullets of blood that are flying at his direction solvalis now taking his turn is going to continue his ritual. As it commences to move forward. Did me hitting him affect that at all? 
him. Let's see, make a save. No, not as of right now. That weird blood man. Okay. And top of the round is going to be Finks. What are you doing? All right. Um, well, for starters, I'll make another attack with the guiding bolt. Or not the guiding bolt, the um, spiritual weapon. All right. Make an attack roll. Fortunately, that does not hit as the bats. 13. <laughs> oh, still. <laughs> Come swooping down in his direction. He just moves right by them as they pass uh, across his chest and just gets out of the way. Okay, and then I'll I'll say, well, you fell for my distraction and attack with a guiding bolt next. This one's going to hit. I can feel it. Oh, yeah. 25 plus the D4. Yeah, that hit. Okay. That hit. Um, so that is 4D6 damage. We will do 15. What kind of damage? And that is radiant, I believe. Yes. Radiant damage. Thank you. So as this bolt, uh, guiding bolt, what do you what do you do for guiding bolt? How are you casting it? Um, I guess I'll just be kind of like hanging off of, of Remus and just kind of like pointing a finger. So as you point a finger, there is a sputtering of <clears throat> glowing moon beam-like energy that goes <laughs> shooting off of your finger, pointing at him, and you see it. <laughs> Kind of pockmarking Sobolus on his side. Uh, what was the damage? Uh, 15 damage. 15 damage. And where the bites or where the blast kind of hit him in the ribcage, you see that the wounds kind of burn away and you see the inside of a few of his rib, uh, bit of his rib bones kind of exposed as his skin slowly begins to cauterize and heal itself back okay and let me make can i also use my movement to kind of just get between remus and the the blood clot monster yes i'm gonna move this back just for the sake of that Ah. There. Okay. Is that, that it? Is me. That is it. Remus, you're up. He's off on deck. Going to go over slash around Finks and use my rapier to attack the blood clot monster. So as you hop around him... We've just got a very nice synchronized disc rotation going on. (laughs) (laughs) We're trying to distract something we don't think has eyes anyways. That's gonna be a dirty 20. That hits. That hits. Or okay. 
17 damage. Man. Nice. Uh, As you bring down the sword, you see it, you score a slice and carve off a piece of it as a big chunk of it falls to the end of the pit, into the pool of red liquid. It seems to just melt into it, and you see part of the slime just spin around to the back of the room and begin to motion around. Yeah, that's it for me. Azoth, what are you doing? Uh, <clears throat> I'm going to cast third level uh, Ice Knife, uh, and I'll still cry out. Well, actually, before I do that, um, I'll profess my um, allegiance to Lolth again, and then I'll cast a third level Ice Knife to throw it towards uh, Sovalus. Make a religion check. At 20, plus 4. Yo, Azoth is all over his religion knowledge today. I just want to say it rocks. <laughs> I don't know, man. You... I parked my hand in that tree, and it was just like... There, you feel, you feel a deepened connection to this temple. Greater than you had felt than from when you first came into it. And specifically, you feel an understanding of the nature and structure of the rooms, of the runes when you had first entered this. Lolth isn't good. She's evil. But there's something here that she was not permitting to allow. And by her will, she deems it wrong. For a moment, you swear you feel a spider crawl up the back of your neck. Almost just like you would have brushed and there is nothing there. You're casting ice knife, I believe, then? Yeah. Okay. Is that a save on my part or attack roll from you? Kind of both. So we'll start with the attack roll. We've got a... Plus four, so 16. 16. As you begin to call out and cry to Lolf, holding onto the tuning fork, you feel it get cold. And as these ice blades coalesce in the air around Sobolus, they shoot at him and he does a quick spinning dodge motion. And as he spins around, all the ice shatter to the ground, missing him. Okay. Um... Now you need a dex saving throw of 14. That's going to be, he's going to succeed that with the 16. Okay. That's it. So as he spins around, there's a little explosions of ice on the platform as he almost levitates for a moment as he, as he hovers in the air and just drops down. Looks over and he goes, You claim allegiance to the Spider Queen. My people left because the others that 
followed her fell into the underdark never to return cursed be careful who you swear your allegiance to or you'll or you'll suffer the same fate as them and Howard's not back yet Azov anything else you're going to do um yeah, I'll shout back up at uh us and say I'd rather be a spider than the offset of uh, some tuberculosis and some bloody cough. <laughs> Brutal. Ouch. Make make it make it make an intimidation check. Eleven. Okay. He accepted it. You seem <laughs> Please, these gods ruined my livelihood. They ruined everything we worked so hard to accomplish. Loth destroyed it all. She corrupted Grumsh. And with that, it is the Blood Ooze's turn. It is with Remus and Finks both being in its five-foot sphere. I need you both to make dexterity saving throws first. Okay, so so Finks with 22. the 21 succeed. D4. Remus? Yeah. D4. 24. All right. So as the <laughs> ooze begins to kind of gurgle and pop and <laughs> explode in your directions again, you all, you both luckily dive expecting it now with that it quickly shifts and and throws out one of its bloody pseudopods at you Remus being one of uh, you being the one that had sliced off part of it curse throw a 14 to hit does not hit okay so as another uh, pseudopod you see comes at you again similar to the last one it hits you down the chest and it doesn't hit you hard enough to deal any damage, but it almost feels like a punch as it there's a bit of a burn that's coming off of the uh, the spot where it hit you. A little bit of the blood that must have seeped in through the cracks of your armor, just irritating your skin. I just got this armor. <laughs> Ah, you're not going to have it be... So Ovalis is turning those... We had it all. We had a fine way of life. We, the creations of the gods, worked for them, built for them, fought for them. And what they do? They let their own emotions get in the way, and we suffer the price. My god will not do that. They will fight for me. They will show us and bring us the power and respect that we deserve. As he begins to spin around and go into his chanting again. Sounds like you're doing the same thing and letting your emotions get the best of you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Thanks, top the round. Who said uh, that? Yeah, exactly. I just got that image of the whipping his head around. Who was that? Who said that? 
Um, can I call out to Sovalis? And what is the name of these gods that you worship? I only worship one god. It is the true blood king, the everlasting, the life bringer and taker. Do I know anything about this? Can I roll Make a religion, religion check? Of course. Can Azoth roll it for me? Because oh, no. 17. 17. 17. So, where's my. Let's be a moment. I'll tell you what you do know. The Blood King <clears throat> is a dark god, if there's ever been one. Let's see. If there's ever been one, there's a dark god, and this is it. He's known only in passings, and it's seen as a horror tale, more so. There are bad guys out there. There are, there are horrible ones, as Modius. He's not good. Lolf, not good. Grumsh, not good. All have their own um, you know, negative trait to them. But when there is a god that is so power that is the focus of necromancers and blood ritual magic, there's a taboo to it that even those that have the knowledge don't pass it along. Generally, those that have learned of this entity. Let it let their findings die with them. He's known to be a patron to the undead, vampire specifically, and essentially the overall Armageddon plan that followers of the blood god is to bring upon the blood moon, which creates the evernight where the undead will walk and rule. All right. Um, with that information, I am going to attempt to turn undead. Okay. I'll make a wisdom saving throw, I believe. Yes, 14. I'm going to use, use a legendary action to succeed it. Okay. Um, force that. Does this, is this blood clot undead? I don't know what it is, but the blood clot is technically not undead. Okay, actually, now that I'm thinking about it, I think it needs to have ears or something. I forget how that works. Anyway, um, so that failed. I will make my attack with the spiritual weapon. Make the attack roll. What's up, Blackrock Joe? Uh, Howard had to run for a moment as Howard is having brain spasms in the encounter. Thank you so much for joining in. Appreciate it. Did 18 hit? 18 does hit. 18 just hits as the bats fly into his face as he, he's about to open into another great monologue. Deal some damage for him. That is seven damage. Force. 
right? And it's now Remus's turn. Azoth, you're on deck. Thanks. Did he look rattled by what I yelled at him? I'm not sure. I can't really see too far over your shoulders. I can't either. I'm going to hit this blood clot thing, though, because I think it's trying to hurt my armor. And then I'm going to hit the blood clot monster with my rapier again. Can't we just okay. like, make attack? Leave? <laughs> make attack. What roll. do you mean? What do you mean? You just move away from it? Well, then we leave its sphere of influence. I don't, I don't know how that stuff works. That's going to be a 16. That? No, I'm sorry. 17. Math. For the, for the blood? Yeah. That does hit. Yes, that does hit. And I'm sorry, I didn't hear. Was that with the rate? That's it's my, with the rapier. Yeah, it's my rapier, yeah. All right. Thank you. That's good. Oh, God. Uh, one, two, three. That's going to be 21 damage. Jeez. Thank, thanks, thank you for being right next to me this entire time. <laughs> as you bring down the rape here, you're to spear it into it. As it's, you pull out, you see another quarter of the red blood clotted ooze just slip off into the pit and begin to just meld with the rest of the pool as it begins to spill around and spin and siphon into the blood in the pit, in the pool. There is now another <laughs> rocking of earth as you all feel the ground shake. And there's a moment with that. Sovelis. <laughs> she knows. Ooh, that's that's where I'll end my turn. <laughs> Great, Azoth, you're up. All right, I'm gonna take um, I'm gonna take the amulet one more time. I'm gonna I'm gonna rake rake it across my hands so that it cuts and bleeds, and I'm gonna hold it over the blood pool uh, to let it drip in. And I'm going to say, in my time of need, I call upon you, Loth. Send your drow and driders to assist us. Okay, make another give you another religion check. Let's see what's going on. Got a seven this time. With the where as you begin to dig into your hand, you see the glowing form, the glowing tuning fork, just just ever slightly. And as you're gonna dig. And cut, it is just webbing that is just pouring from your hand, just oozing from the cut as where you are waiting for it to bleed. You see it's like, it's sliming of webbing just and silk. And it's hitting in the pool and it begins to just murk around and slowly just mix within the color. Um. And then for my attack roll, I'm gonna I'm gonna try and throw another uh, ice knife up at uh, Solovus. Make attack roll for him. And this one is I'm gonna say uh, this one does have to be a disadvantage as you are, uh, as he is at an elevated. Okay. And you're kind of look at him from afar. 
All right, so I will do that again. All right, so we got a 15. Does not hit, unfortunately, as you, again, the ice scatter around him as he spins around now, staring you down. Deck saving throw as well, please. 14. You roll the 13. Okay. Uh, so you take... Well, maybe he does. I don't know if he does or not. Uh, nine... Um, nine cold damage. Cold from damage. the shards. So as all the ice... Uh, or p- all these ice blades are pinned into the ground surrounding him. This one is <laughs> again, you missed as they all <laughs> explode in his face. And now you see that they've cut and shard at his uh, body. And what once looked to be a more pristine form has now taken some wear and tear to it. And his age and the realization of him just awakening for the first time a couple, quite a few centuries. He's looking a little more hurt, a little more mangled. Anything else? That'll be it. And... Up next, as Howard is spazzing, we're just going to have him spazzing it on the ground. Uh, I'm going to roll a d20. 11, 20, he's fallen into the blood. Nope, falls out of the blood onto the ledge waiting there. Uh, So now the blood oozes turn as it begins to turn its attention more towards Fink's Hearing some uh, some commands as Solvalis, take the Holy One out. You see the sentient thing. This is like begins to swell up. <laughs> it begins to swell up and just explode itself. I need both you and Remus to make deck saves again. Come on, D4, you son of a... 12. Okay. So you both need to make... Oh, no, you don't need to make C. So you both take, that's what I meant to say, 7, 10. 10 points of necrotic damage as the blood... Coats you all, and it begins to harden and become almost a blooded, bloodied shell as you become restrained within this coat of uh, this coat of blood. So attacks will be made with disadvantage as you are restrained. Um, is this an attack type I can use my uncanny dodge reaction for to half it? The damage. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
Uh, give me one moment. Let me make sure. Give me one moment. Let me make sure. Yeah, because for believe... me it just says when when an attacker that you see hits you with an attack, you can use your reaction to half the attack's damage against you. So I, I didn't know if this is like a how this works for him in, in terms of like it's not his tendril or whatever. Yes. So I just uh, uncanny dodge and there's a second one that, that rogues get and one is for deck saves and then one is for attack roll. So... Yeah, that, I don't this... have the second one. I just have Uncanny Dodge, which is like the halving of the damage. Evasion comes halving, next level it... for me. Okay, uh, let me just... One moment. There it is. This rule no. check is brought to this... you by DC Industries. Maybe we'll have blood monsters for kind of. <laughs> so no, uncanny dodge is going to be if it's a specific attack is shot at you. Okay. Uh, cool. Evasion is for when you do the deck saves though. Yeah. This would. Yep. This would uh, be an I evasion. Okay. Yeah, I wasn't sure if this, so. This is more of like an area of effect type of attack. Yes. Cool. Yes. Got because it. you're all within this proximity. Hundred <laughs> percent. All right. Play Good ball. checking though. Yeah, of uh, course. You. Now you all can make a strength save at the end of its next turn to get out of that. Now, so attacks are made at disadvantage. Attacks are made. Attacks are attack rolls are made at with disadvantage while you are restrained. How? how uh, what about the uh, spiritual weapon? That's technically an attack roll. It's kind of um, autonomous. Uh, I would say it would be that would not be with disadvantage because it's not you swinging the attack okay and you have disadvantage on dexterity saving throws attacks Mm -hmm. against you are made with advantage Uh, now uh, as you are as you are currently grappled by this hardened bloody like shell it is going to use its blood inf- infiltration as it begins to push the blood uh, into your the capillaries and in the veins of your body as it begins to kind of force itself into you and su- uh, have you succumb to its will. I need you both to make wisdom saving throws. Twenty-six. Let's roll things. Oh, good. We need you. <laughs> I'm actually I got... sorry. I have an emergency I have to take care of. I know this is live, and I apologize, fans. I will make Don't it worry. Somehow. Don't do you, bud. Yeah. Gotta go. Thank you, guys. Yellow, Yellow King calls. Yellow we'll King calls to we'll do these. Alrighty. See you guys. I got a 19 for my wisdom save. Nineteen through wisdom save. All right. As both of you begin to feel your minds become twisted and pulled with the pull of the blood, trying to fuse within yourself, you push it away and just barely break it as you succeed the wisdom saving throws. And... 
Next is this um, is Sobolus's turn as he is looking down at the yellow coated, uh, the bloodied coated figure. He goes, One down, three more to go, and the blood moon will rise, and I will rule at the hand of the king. He is going to chant an additional time as it gets further and he will break his chanting put it on hold to now looking over and see does he perceive that you guys are restrained no he does not so he will just jump down uh azoth as you see this figure leap in front of you <laughs> takes me to the side <laughs> was dynamic takes you to the side Make a perception check. Um, 22. As he lands in front of you, you saw him take quite a beating up top, and he had been looking, looking hurt. And as Solva lands next to you, you see his wounds now starting to heal up. And the shot the uh the marks of the shots that things had done into his side are now no longer there as his wounds have sealed he he's gonna go into grapple grapple in for you and try to pull you in for a bite attack as he's um it's be that's a miss with an 11 Instead, he'll then use his second strike to be a claw attack. Oh, dice. That one hits with a 17. Yeah. All right. Claw does 2d4. Nine points of slashing damage as his claw, you see, as he comes down to try to bite at you. Ah! You move quickly, just moving out of the rain, out of the biting snap on your neck. As you see the fangs extending now, coming between his, coming over his lips. His finger, his nails growing longer as he takes a slash out of your chest. He licks the blood, flicks it into the pool. Uh, that is going to be his entire movement and turn. It is now Fink's turn. Top of the line. Top of the line. All right. Can I use my bonus action to move the spiritual weapon behind the blob, the blood clot, and make an attack yes. with it? Yes. Make an attack roll. That is a sixteen. That uh, nineteen. That does hit. That's four damage. Not bad. As it be start pushing and smashing through the clots of blood of it as it and I'm gonna attempt toll the dead on the blood monster as well. All right. That is the uh, 14 wisdom save. Appears to have no effect. As you smash your shield with your mace, waiting for the their emanating, ringing 
pulsing sound of the toll of the dead echoing. And as it hits the hits, it, it just brushes off on it. Now that's your turn. It is yes. now this point now in the in it. You all hear from behind you where the door is the rushing of blood, uh, the rushing of this red thick liquid that is shooting down and streaming down party bead style through the entrance. There's a as you see four figures break through and enter uh, two figures break through at first entering into the fray. Azoth, you see them come out of the corner of your eye. These perhaps look to be about the same size as the individuals that were in two of the tombs that were locked. Not the Goliath in size, but the more elf human-sized tombs. There is now also a noise that's uh, a, a second voice that has now entered the room <clears throat> that you are all unfamiliar with. With a, let's see, what languages would it be speaking? It would emanate all of your minds as you all hear a, who dares to question the demon queen, Loth? Who dares to challenge her power? One is foolish enough to call for her aid without being a true believer. As coming out from below one of, uh, coming out from one of the shadows to the side of the room, a large giant spider comes down off the wall, clicking with the noise emanating into all of your minds. Sovalis. (sighs) <sighs> Make a perception check, Azoth. As he, as you hear him curse some words under his mouth. Uh, that's going to be a uh, nat 20 plus 6. He goes, damn handmaidens. But, and with that, uh, you hear all you hear him say is damn handmaidens. It is now Remus's turn. Are all these people? We're in a cave underground that we haven't been able to leave for days, and everyone's just popping out of the woodwork now, like they couldn't show us how to get out of here. Um, I have a question for you, Mister DM. What's up? When you, when you, I assume I am comparing what this blood is to like the shell coating for ice cream. That's exactly how am, I am. I do. Am yes. I completely covered? Majority of your now, like it's not like you were dipped and dunked and coated. Okay, but enough so of I'll, it's covering you that it, I can't. You, move. You're immovable. All right, so here's what I'm going to ask you about. I'm going to use my armor special feature and get uh-huh. out of the blood casing and turn into a bunch of spiders. How does this work? (laughs) So as you begin to concentrate on the armor and knowing what it can do, having seen 
it being used in action before, you feel your body begin to fall into multiple individual uh, hive-like mind sentient force as you appear to be a movable swarm of spiders. Um, this, this raises many more questions for me. What is my movement as a swarm of spiders? <laughs> uh, swarm of spiders, give me a moment. This one. Um, and then how does, is it like a, I, I'm assuming that's my action is to use the, the armor's feature. You've got 20 feet. Uh, of sp- it would be, you, can you give it to him? Yeah. So a swarm of spiders got 20 feet of speed. Uh, you've got okay. 22 hit points. Sick. 22 hit points. The way you all move, uh, that would be your action to turn into the spiders. Okay, cool. And you all just, it's almost uh, like when you're playing a video game and oh, what, what kind of video game is it where like if you have control over the whole party and you're clicking on where they go and the party just follows and trails between them? One exactly. One thing, is is Pikmin a good, a good amp? Oh, okay. Centipede's good too. Um, Remus, check, um, check yes. our notes. Thank you. I got you. Um, Thank you, okay, players. So what I'm going to do then, because, oh, man. Well, if you scroll down, <laughs> if you scroll down, it tells you what you, you can do. Or I can tell you. Oh, no, I'm scrolling. I just, um, I'm not, because that's my action is to do, to turn into the spider swarm. But Tensor's disc is still, it has to be within 20 feet of me. And Finks is still on it. So basically, I'm like pulling him like a wagon. <laughs> and I'm just trying to think of which direction to take him oh, in. You're, you're, com- you're caboosing him with a street with a string of spiders. Yes, it's... I, I wish I had like a visual representation of all of this right now, like cartoon oh, form. Um, I'm, I'm going to pull us towards the, uh, towards the tower. So like up the ledge away from the clot a little bit. But far close enough still where Finks doesn't exactly leave the sphere of influence like he's just on the cusp of it of the blood clot and uh okay that's i think that's really all i can do this time well i will say us uh for for the for the time being you have fallen out of the grapple hold from the blood clotted ooze (laughs) It's so, a magic um, shell of Remus. Um, actually, before, yeah, there's <laughs> just a very flavor. Um, so is it an action for me to return into Remus, or how does that? Is it like a bonus action to spell? I'll give you, it'd be, I'll give you if you want to. If you want to turn back, I'll give you as a bonus action. I didn't. I haven't finalized the, ru- the rules on this armor, so that's okay. No, I, I'll I'll do that next turn. I'm I'm a I'm a okay. spider spider okay. form for now. Um, that's, <laughs> that's it for me. Maybe this will trigger Loth even more now. Who knows? By, by the way, Finks's dagger is like, is really hidden. <laughs> that's not coming up for this fight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> All right. So, you have uh, <coughs> slipped out of the grapple, Remus. Azoth, what are you doing? I'm going 
to look at Solovus in the eyes and just say, this one's for Lolth, and I'm going to cast a third level Fame Blade and go to swipe it across his neck. <coughs> Make an attack roll on him. I love seeing Azoth take charge and be like, I'm going to get in combat. It's a nat 20, plus 6, plus 4. God. Killing it. <laughs> yeah, you, you crit, uh, roll, roll damage and double. 18 times 2, please. 36. Wow. My okay. God. <laughs> um, 13. Wow. <clears throat> As you come bringing a, you, you pull out. Oh, it's uh, 36 fire damage, too. I don't know if that matters, but. Oh, that, that does good. That's good. As you pull out the holy symbol of Lulth again and just kind of rake it across the air. You see this this torrent of flame ripple from it and slice at the neck. Uh, Sobolus pulls back, thankfully uh, quick enough to not take the uh, a full final killing blow, but you have severed an artery in his neck as you see blood is starting to shoot out as he... <coughs> <coughs> I'll patch this up with your life essence. <coughs> He's uh, coughing up blood in his mouth. Bonus action. Wild shape oh. into a giant spider. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> giant spider on hand, guys. <coughs> Man, okay. I'll d- I hate spiders too. <laughs> All right, so spiders and spiders, I see. Nice. All right, with the oozes turn, I am going to have a... Uh... Can the ooze just go over and start, like, licking uh, Howard's hand like a cat? Or just, like, you know... Maybe. Nibble- Maybe after. Right now, right now, it's having fun with Finks. Uh, Finks, I need you to make a dexterity save with disadvantage. Okay. Probably that one. A bunch of blood exploding from its body, coating you. Uh, that is an eight. All right. Let's see. Get my D6s out here. <clears throat> I rolled, though. It's not that bad. Eight points of necrotic damage as you feel the blood that has been coated over and around as the hard shell is now stuck to your armor. You feel that it's pushing its way and siphoning its uh, way almost like a uh, almost like the reverse hickey as you're kind of breaking the capillaries on your skin as it's pushing and forcing itself into your body through the microscopic veins and pores. You feel this this dark sickly feeling enter in through your arms and on your chest and it hurts and it just burns uh i need you to make a strength saving throw for me you are still grappled Uh, so 10 total all right well that's the rest of its turn 
It is now Sovelis's turn. Man, so many spiders on the field. He, I don't know where he's going to go. Mm. He's going to look at the two zombies and go, or the two zombie looking individuals go, please take care of the cleric. Kill him first. As you hear the two of them begin to look in your direction. He'll then look over at you as goes, Ah, druidic elf. How cliche. As he dives after you, animalistic, with his claws expanding from him, as he comes at the spider and is going to try and bite into you. A 22 hit. Yeah. Yeah, okay. (laughs) All right, and with that, it's going to be Six points of piercing damage. Okay. It's seven points of necrotic. As you see, as you feel the life essence sucked out of you as Sobolus just breaks down and just grapples onto the spider-like body and just sinks his teeth into what you would perceive to be your back. Just pulling from it. <laughs> uh, you see the you with your many eyes see some of the wounds on the neck that you had slashed at begin to stitch themselves up as the blood is coursing uh, through his teeth and you see it pour down his chin <sighs> he then is going to turn around and take a backhanded kind of a uh, karate chop to swipe with his nails at the spider behind him moving out of your range of attack so you would have an opportunity to attack as a spider. Okay. Um, I guess I'll take it. Um, uh, 29. 29. Uh, yeah, that hits. That hits. <clears throat> 1d8. One eight plus three. Hold on here. Uh, eleven. Um, eleven. Eleven piercing damage, and you have to make a, a DC eleven saving throw, Constitution. He succeeds. Okay, then you take half of 2d8. One moment here. Five um, five poison damage? Five poison damage. Yes. All right. You see, as you uh, bite in to him and kind of lash out as he walks away from you, you do uh, grab a good chunk of his arm and rip it off and tear. And he's, <sighs> okay. 
with that, he actually looks over at one side and he goes, You! Kill this spider. As uh, this one actually will go. Breaking them too much. It's now going to go over to the other giant spider and make an attack roll and hit it. Do. A little bit of damage. A little bit of damage. Is he kind of like does that karate chop like breaking with his uh, almost like judo chop like motion into its uh, face? He back basically just like backhands it, doing very little to uh, little damage to the effect you all see. And with that, he actually will fly up to here to get rid of uh, to get away from the rest of you. The other spider gets an attack, lashing at him, and it misses. Top of the round, Finks, what are you doing? Um, let me make my spiritual weapon attack first on the blood clot. Please do. 13 plus D4 is 16 to hit. That hits. That hits. And that does 11 damage. Not bad. As the bath fly through hitting it each time, pushing through and breaking it apart a uh, little bit, a little by little bit. It is slowly working. Okay. And then for my action, I'm going to uh, have Finks pull out one of his uh, makeshift toy dolls and, uh, you know, just kind of start chanting on that and casting the Spirit Guardian spell. Um, so just a reminder, it's 15 feet uh, circle. Anything ending its turn within that is taking 3d8 damage and their movement save is also, excuse me, they have to make a save. If they fail, they take 3d8 and then they move half speed. Does that impact us too or no? And then, yeah, I can designate, you know, obviously the party is non-affected by that. All right. And where do you um, where do you place it? If I need to specify, Spider Remus and regular Remus are are okay. <laughs> I don't want this other random spider to be allowed in either. All right. And where is this going to be uh, located? Uh, just just on top of me, so it's going to be moving with the disc if the disc moves. All right. <clears throat> so as you begin chanting, there position. there are you all see these little goblins, uh, spectral goblins, or popping up in little circles and a chanting motion, almost a uh, tribalistic sense as there is a small little drum circle kind of starting to go. To... As there's a little bit of war cries and chanting as a, a thinks you notice this as it's oddly different. The, the spectral astral glow, these, God, these uh, moonlight goblins generally have is tinted red now. Cool. When it was not prior. Okay. Uh, at, at this turn, one of the All zombies. Right, so actually, gonna... real oh, real quick. It's when yes. they start their turn. The the damage and the save happens. Okay. So, so this half one. Speed. 
and then save against uh, 14 wisdom. That is a save. Nat 20 on this creature. Okay, so half damage. So he'll take seven. Seven radiant damage. Unless this blood moon is making things different. Mm-hmm. No. Not yet, at least. <clears throat> uh, but you do see that as this skeletal spirit, uh, as this zombied creature uh, begins walking into your space holding a sword, you see all your little goblins get up to it and start jabbing and cutting its knees and legs as it's <clears throat> keeping crippled slightly. <clears throat> as it. Old blood. As it comes at you, it's going to take a hack with its sword. It's a 14 hit. Does not. As he brings his sword down at you, you hold your shield, bouncing the sword off of it, and you see him kind of stagger back slightly. And he takes damage on the beginning of his turns. Spiritual weapon, spiritual guardians. Okay, so it's only the damage the first time when they the first time they enter it is the damage time. Uh, if they start their turn in the area, start start the turn or in the enter area? the area, then yes. So if he's okay. going to stay here, then he'll at the start of his next turn he'll take it. If he walks in, he'll take it. He's going to stay there. This is a zombie, not the brightest. This one will. Oh, by the way, um, Azoth and Remus, I had to take off bless for this spell, so no longer one d four. The zombie is going to crawl up behind you, Azoth, and and just lunge itself over top of you and begin to gnawing and biting into you. That is a 14 to hit. For me? Yes. Uh, no, 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 14 doesn't hit. Okay. And as it falls onto you, the you just have a lumbering body over you. As it's as it's trying to gnaw and gnash at your multiple spider legs, you keep elbow kicking it essentially with each of your legs. It is now this spider's turn as it goes, uh, as you all hear entering your minds. Fools! Leave now and never return. I have your scent. And if you do, if you dare tamper with Lulth's enemies again, we will come for you. As he begins to climb up the ceiling, jumping over at Sovalis and coming after him as an attack. Going to get him with a 17. That, that hits. Oh shoot, that's a lot. A lot of poison damage he drops after. Get him! I rolled low. Yes, uh, Spider Bro. <laughs> I 
it's not looking the best. As he as the giant spider leaps up and slams onto his body and starts biting and tearing into him <laughs> and starts to tear him apart. You see pages uh, that he, pages of a book that were that were uh, previously hidden underneath his robes off to his side that he had been holding on to while up on this platform begin fluttering in the air, scattering. And the siphon of the blood draining and the water falling over begin to lessen slightly. You all do now significantly hear a rumbling of of the actual temple itself making a greater distressing sound to you all. Uh, the longer you stay in here, the more dangerous it may be. Remus, you're up. Azoth, you're on deck. It, did Finks fall in the blood pool? Oh. I, I know. I just I wanted to make sure for frame of reference. I was like, I don't know if I missed something or... Nope. Um, no, he didn't. Okay, shit. Uh, I'm going to, as the spider swarm, make my way to the other side of the zombie attacking Finks. Because I think that's about 20 feet. Yeah, I'll um, allow it. Finks can stay there because he's still within 10 feet of me. Um, I So transforming back is a bonus action? Or... Yeah. Okay, so yeah. I will transform back to Remus. <laughs> and now flanking this lovely zombie, I'm going to hit him with my rapier. Ah, making attack roll. Let's see. That's going to be a 13. 13. Wait, what is there to see? That hits. Take that zombie. Oh, duh. I'm rolling my second die. I forgot to roll with advantage. That's going to be an 18. It still hits, but I wanted to try for the 20. Looks so good. That- <laughs> uh, that's going to be 13 damage. As you bring the blade across the uh, across the zombie's back, t- t- you see it come down and fall to the ground. It's going to make this constitution. Yes! And as you cut off its arm that falls, you see it stagger with just barely a hit point left, standing and rising again. Oh, I hate that so much because I can't do anything with my rapier. <laughs> that sucks. Um, I... Oh... Let me okay. bonus action. Here, use it to turn back. Yeah. Um, question about my. Oh, I can't really. Maybe. No, I don't think I'll be able to. Um, I'm just going to ask out loud. Should we? Should we run? <laughs> Saying that, you turn over and you see at the doorway that you had come through is now. It's like a wall. It's like a 
it's like a steady, forceful stream of blood just pouring down the archway. And as you look over, you see the hilt of a sword of another figure pushing through it. Oh my. Uh, this one larger. About seven feet in size. Oh, Jesus. Cannot see a figure fully walking through, but this one looks larger. Well, that's, uh, yeah, that's my turn for now. So we'll see what happens next round. Azoth, what are you doing? I want to copy the purple spider. I want to jump up and uh, attack him. Make the purple spider was able to. Um, all right. So first off, I need you to make a, th- a strength check. Strength all check right. as a spider, because you currently have a zombie uh, behind you. Uh, so that would be a nine. Zombie matches. I will say you are unable to shake the zombie off of your back, but you are able to crawl with it at half speed. Okay. Uh, Getting Um, there with half speed, you would not be able to get up to Sovalis this turn. If I were to like wall climb or get vertical, would he then fall off me? Only one way to find out. Well, go up for the wall then. Go for the wall? Yeah. I mean, I I don't have the pieces to work that out. But... That's, that's fine. I'll know I'm sideways. Well, no, no, no. I, I know you are. Uh, as you begin to climb up, this zombie has a pretty good hold. It has wrapped its hands around, its arms around your head. And you are, you're, you're basically uh, carrying him up as a child. All right. Um. Can I, so if his arms are around me, can I, can I bite him? Maybe he'll let go if I, I bite him. I had a bite make attack. attack. Make, a, make, a, make a bite attack. Make attack roll at him. Bite really hard. Yeah. Uh, 18 plus five. Oh, that hits. Yeah. Three raised, AC was raised because it was a called shot too. All right. 1d8 plus three. So we'll do a damage. Uh, six. So as you bite into it, it, it does some damage and gnawing in the arm, but it still has a pretty good grip holding on to you. Okay. And then, um, can you make a constitution saving throw, please? Of 11 or less, hopefully less. Sorry, say it again. Uh, constitution saving throw. Oh, that's a fail. That's a fail. All right, then 2d8 poison damage coming your way, which will be... Okay. Uh, Nine. As you bite in, there's a bit of a... There is a bit of a clip on the arm. As you sink in the poison, you see it start to gush out into the wound, and we'll see if it takes an effect to it. All right. Uh, then that's my actually and then I'm going to use my um, bonus action for combat wild shape I'm going to waste a first level spell slot and gain back uh, some hit points here okay I'm able get, to. Uh, two hit points back 
Hey, two hit points, two hit points. All right. Thanks. Okay. That's it. All right. First off, thanks. You are still encased in the uh, solidified coagulated blood. I need you to make a dexterity save with disadvantage again, please. Fifteen. All right. You take. Eight points of necrotic damage. Make a uh, as the the blood starts to explode more over your body and start to creep in and start to just hurt you and wreak uh, the necrotic damage on your insides, seeping into your body. It uh, it sucks. It sucks. It is going to also begin to slime its way over at Remus's direction and throw a, a bloody pseudopod at him. It's going to be 15 to hit. Oh, my AC is 15. It hits. Oh, good. But I will use Uncanny Dodge to half the damage. There you go. So it is six points of necrotic damage. Minus that to three. Done. Now I need you to make a constitution saving throw. Gross. As you take 10 points of poison damage as the thick, tenderly coagulated blood clot that (laughs) splits on your chest and explodes a little bit and starts to seep into the armor, starts to seep into you as you feel the poison hit, uh, break into you. Uh, I got a 16. And then would that be halved as well, or does that? No, but you feel the poison after that does wear off. So it has not continued forward. But you did take the 10 points of poison damage from it. Got it. Ow. It's not messing around. Blood clot owes me a wisdom save. It does. I mean, it's not the wisest of creature, but I mean, I can roll high. 14? 14 is my save. So I think he makes it then. So four damage. Four points of damage. As well as I need. Let's see. Finks, are you still within melee? Oh, no. This would have moved out of melee combat from you to get over to Ricky. So I need Remus to take four points of four of five. You take five points of necrotic damage as the, um, as the wisdom save, as the little goblins start to come up to it and start to poke and spear into the blood clotted ooze. Some of the overspray from it hits you and you take an additional five necrotic damage as well as, the zombie next to you. Let me see if he makes a saving throw. 
and he succeeds. So he is still up with one hit point. Oh, is that a zombie thing? Just he can keep saving forever at one. Yep. That's cool. Yes, it is. It's fun. Uh, and let's just turn that. It is now Sobolus's turn. Uh, I'll say Azoth, you seeing Sobolus in the background, you see him begin to heal up further. Some of the wounds are forming back and stitching themselves up. He is looking like he's constantly fighting a battle of wear and tear and regeneration. And there's spurts of animalistic moments that he's kind of losing himself and fighting this, this hunger, lust of blood, of wanting to fight and siphon energy back. And he understands that he needs to complete a ritual too. That's a tension moment as he begins to work on the final page of his book. And he'll make a simple just Ooh, he's, I said bite originally, so he. I'm going to have him do a bite at the other spider. Should be that hits. Does oh wait. Okay, so he heals back 10 points. As you see him bite into the spider, he quickly retracts, but not without receiving some of the life essence force of whatever this creature is. As he's, ah. um, Azoth, you see him react differently than how he had when he first struck and bitten at you. Something's different about this creature. Um, and after that, he begins to grabs some of the pages in the earth that's falling in. He goes, finally. He begins to chant, oh Lord, please end this now. Summon the moon. Break forth the ever night. And he uh, will begin the final chanting as the wall, as the floor in the entire room begins to fill up and rise, you all see Howard disappear in the soup of blood. Um, the, the blood-clotted ooze begins to swell up larger now, siphoning from the pool that is, that is rising. Thinks your eyes, you now are seeing in just tones of red. Remus, you looking at things, you can see his eyes are, are red now. Circle are just bloodshot red as you're staring at him. I need Finks, Remus, make dexterity saving throws. Azoth, I need dexterity saving throw with advantage because you are on the walls. As the blood pool starts to go... <laughs> There's bubbling faster and more vigorously and more aggressively as there's a big continual uh, there's crumbling sounds around the temple around uh, that you are and you can now feel it starting to shake as part of the ceiling begins to kind of crumble in and fall. You see this current, this uh, 
this torrent of blood just <laughs> columns spurt up from the ground. You see Howard's body get thrown up in the air, fall outside of it. Another one right in front of you and Remus <laughs> shoot up. What are those deck saves? Um, I was going to ask before the deck save, does Sphinx yes. have any sort of, because he's floating off the ground still. I don't know if that helps him out at all because he's still on uh, my disc. No, it doesn't help him out because it the, the column of blood is shooting up regardless that okay. it'll hit the disc then. Got a six. six. Uh, yeah. 18. Okay. Um, I have no Did idea where we are in order. Was 15. Was 15, so... It's 17 points of necrotic damage that comes after you. Things as the blood just completely swarms you as the pillar just washing over your body. Remus, you take half damage. So it'd be nine points of necrotic damage to you. No, wait. Hold on. I did that. I did that wrong. Six, 12, 12, six. Wait, I'm adding this wrong. You said it was 17? Yeah. Yeah, 17. Yes. There it is. Thank you. No problem. Uh, Remus is down, and I assume the disc disapparates too. The disc disapparates. Remus, you fall unconscious. Down. Uh, Azoth, you take eight points of necrotic damage as a torrent of blood column... (laughs) Rushes up behind you, as well as the zombie clinging onto you. Let's see, he is taken out completely. You no longer have one arm behind you. Top of the round, thanks. What are you doing? Um, I don't know. So what, what, what's going on with Finks in his head? I mean, you said I'm seeing in shades of red and is shades of red essentially mentally going on or just my, my vision's weird. At this point, it's just that your vision is more or less, um, it's almost like a bloodlust where you're almost like you're not, not raging, but. You have red contacts because because your eyes reflect with the shaping and the phases of the moon and a blood moon is rising, a blood moon is rising. Your eyes are reflecting with the shade of the of the blood. So perhaps the blood moon is almost at a completion. Okay, can I have Finks instead of um, well, no, let me think about this. All right, can I can I move the um, spirit weapon to attack the zombie to try and get him off the board? Yeah. Okay. Let's, let's make that attack. Does a natural one hit? 
a natural one with your mod. Uh, uh, <laughs> the AC is eight, <laughs> which oh. is the irony. Uh, fortunately, nat, nat one is a miss. Okay. Um, in that case, I'm going to continue forward. Um, so as, as the tensor's disc is dissipating, uh, yes. maybe Finks is going to like springboard off of it and make a swipe with the dragon claw that he now has. Okay. Make an attack roll. I don't know the damage on a dragon claw. I believe it's I believe it's a D six. Let me make sure. But does a nineteen hit? That that does hit. That does hit. Cool. Um, doesn't say it offhand, so we're just gonna say it's a D four. Okay. Because you're a small little goblin with the dragon claw hand. And then is it strength or dexterity? I don't know how unarmed attacks work. It'd be strength as of right now. Okay. So two minus one is one. As you rake on its neck, you see it. And let's hope it doesn't roll in that one. It. As it goes to fall, there's a moment that its other its other shoulder that you could that you rip at falls off. This is now shoulderless, looks up at you. Not falling, but with one hit point left still. Okay. Um, I was gonna attempt to move through him and get to Remus. Um can I use my bonus disengage, or is that too far with Remus being down like that? You can bonus disengage, you get around to him. Okay. Because you could go around the other way if you needed to. Yeah, then I'll have to end my turn there. All right. And it is going to be this one's turn that is going to... Spiritual uh, Guardians. Yeah. Let me make... That failed. Okay. So, doesn't really matter, but I'll roll damage. The important thing is if he fails his save or not. Uh, so, 11. Oh, that's not fair. Hold on. That failed that save. So as the little uh, spectral goblins start to get up and jab at its leg as he the skeleton begins to stumble over it, you see one of them just stab right into the Achilles tendon and the spear flashes red as it pulls out. <laughs> A little bit of blood splurts from it as it falls down no more. All right, nice. Cool. It is now that one is dead. And at this point, there are two more zombies that are now walking through the entrance of this showering of blood curtain of blood. That is uh, the entrance in and out of this chamber. They're walking up to it. <clears throat> Now, this turn, it's going to make a pounce attack again at Sovelis. Uh, and as it pounces, it misses. And you all hear a cry into your head. Fools, weak-minded, think smart, and attack 
this being before he can complete his ritual. Uh, Remus, make a death save for me. Eleven. All right, there's one. Azoth, what are you doing? Can I make it up on top of the platform from my spot on the wall? Make a go up to the ceiling and just dropping down. Sure, sure. I'll All right. Um, do I notice? Um, so he was using the pages. Are there any or that the the book or whatever he was using? Is it visible to me? Make a perception check. You gotta as the pages are pages are flying in the air. Uh, some have some magical kind of glyphs to them. There is Pete parchment in his hand. I'll say, what'd you get for the uh, perception? 20, Twenty-five. You see on the ground behind him there to be an old, thick leather tomb. Um, tome, not tomb, tome. All right. Um, all right. I want to. Uh, uh, what? Yeah. Uh, um. Yeah. Can I? I want to shoot my webbing because I've got a web attack. I want to shoot my webbing to try and like uh, either knock the tome off or cover it up. I'll say what you're looking at. You see that Sobolus is not paying attention to the tome. He has a pages in his hand and it apparently it was what he needs. Okay. Then I'm going to go for what's in his hand. Then I'm going to either try and like web it out like Spider-Man style, to, like get it back. Okay. Or, uh, just basically Wait. web it up. So it's unusable. Okay. Make an attack roll with the, with the web attack. Uh, we've got a 20 to hit. That hits. Okay. Um, I'll say make a contested strength check as you go to pull it out of his grasp. So just roll another d20? Roll a d20. Uh, I've got a solid 16 on the d20. Plus, uh, wait, do I get my strength modifier too or no? Yeah. Uh, Plus two. So 18. That beats a 17. (laughs) You grab the piece of paper as it's crumpled up into this little ball with knotted webbing messing around it. It's off to the side. You kind of have it dangling from part of your webbing uh, extraction port. The spinneret. Yeah, spinneret, that's what it's called. Little yeah. sp- uh, with the little spinneret of webbing. You have the punched a ball. As he goes, no! <sighs> that's, that's all you're doing for your turn? Um, no, I can't. Uh, I'm gonna do another first level spell slot bonus action to uh get some hit points back here. Okay, I'm gonna, roll, I'm gonna actually do it second level, so I'm gonna roll 2d8s. Okay, okay, not bad. Uh, the blood ooze is going to make a 
it's going to make a final one of its dexterity saving blast as it slurps its way over towards Remus and Finks. Hold on, it's got uh, to survive its save first. Oh, yes. It's... <laughs> was, it Swiss... was it wisdom save? Wisdom 14. <laughs> that doesn't succeed it. <laughs> 17 damage. So with the final last of the spiritual uh visit uh spectered goblins they walk up and a a three meteor looking ones with these big cleaving swords are cutting it down and <laughs> until it is no more Jay, well done oh no stay out of the finks zone no one gets cut <laughs> all right and oh man oh man oh man oh man oh man um yeah, you interrupted that. He's not happy. Solvalis is going to ju- jump. He's going to dive past the second spider next to you and dive right at you. And a lunging attack filled with rage. He goes, you fool! As he leaps at you. He's going to get an can attack. I, from- can yeah? I sneeze and sidestep so he overshoots me and falls? <laughs> <laughs> Make a dexterity like, save, like a like a, a bull with the cape. Like you know, I'm, I'm jiggling the uh, the uh, the paper wad. <laughs> no, do, make sure you can't read it though. Flip it over. <laughs> oh man! Uh, dexter, what do you say? Dexterity save. Dexterity save. Uh, okay, we got a nat twenty plus three. <laughs> yeah, I'll allow it. As he dives Ooh. over. You see him take a clamp of a bite from the other spider, and as the spider sinks its teeth into its shoulder, it releases a huge portion of poison that you see. Here, let's see. Okay. I have a whirlwind of emotions right now. (laughs) Did you all see that happen? As As he gets bitten, and you see there's a moment that he breaks as Solvalis's body just <clears throat> looking staggered as he begins to stutter stutter and just fall into the pit below you uh, for his current turn unmoving top of the round Finks what are you doing alright I'm going to give Remus uh, a nice tasty heal with cure light wound or cure wounds at third level, you can kiss my forehead. I don't care. <laughs> um, so that's eighteen health. Yeah, that's a big heal. That's a big heal, Remus. <gasps> you are back, woken up. Okay, and then I'm going to move the spiritual weapon in between. Um, well. It can move 20 feet. Is Sovalis within 20 feet of the spiritual weapon? I'll allow it. All right, I'm just going to start beating on his body. I don't care. Give him an attack roll with advantage. All right, 13. That hits with his current state. 
It's all the it's all the it's all the bastard <laughs> hit him with some damage. Uh that is six damage. Six damage. How would you like to finish him off? Uh hmm. what are the bats doing? As he's laying on the ground on his back, <laughs> unable to move and coughing blood. You see his teeth, his mouth yeah, is covered with it. dark red crimson, his body is soaked in it. As he's staring at you, as these radiant, glowing bats with moonlight are hovering over him, they're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna be vampire bats. They're gonna deprive him of his life source and, and take his blood. <laughs> and gonna all, out. So all these bats start to fly around and swarm him, and as they all land him at once, they all clamp in, and you hear a. No! Be back. As the bats let up, up, as you see a drained skeletal body remains. Almost instantly, two things happen. The blood ceases to begin to pour from the, from the floating tower. The moment that stops, there is a quick falling uh, fall, there is a sudden fall as this begins to drop and fall back crashing into the pit i need you to make a dexterity saving throw azoth 12 12 you stumble it a little bit and uh don't take any damage but i'll say just for brevity just land enough uh the other spider he, you hear shout out Fools! You did not cancel the ritual correctly. The temple will collapse now and you will die here. Can I communicate back with him since I'm a spider and he's a spider and ask how we get out? You can attempt to? Okay. He doesn't... uh... (laughs) Uh, You elf... Of all, will not leave. You will be a delicacy for Lolf. You did call her to you as it begins to move towards you uh, in a, uh, <clears throat> as it has fallen, the towering here, essentially out of a combat. Now. Okay. Uh, because it's some stuff's about to go on. Uh, Azov, you see the spider like form now disappears and shifts into a sludging yellow mess that looks like a slimy tree trunk with branch-like stalks protruding from it with a single eye staring at you. And it keeps dropping and slipping, uh, uh, sliming yellow ooze just slipping off of it and drooling. Uh, Oi! And one of the handmaidens of a god herself. And I will bring you to her so she can do with you as she will. As he begins to rush in on towards you, Azoth. I have two questions before this goes down. Yes. What happened to the zombies? Oh, okay. Are they still like conscious or did they just like drop? Make a perception check. Okay. 
I will use half my movement to get up. My perception is a 12. Looking around, zombies have dropped. Okay. No longer under Sobolus's control. You do realize with the 12 that parts of the ceiling begin to fall. There's a okay. box in the back corner. <laughs> Slams into this into the ground. The blood that is in the pool still <laughs> splashes up on part of the ceiling, smattering. Uh, looking over the ceiling, you see some weird glyphs just kind of start to shimmer brightly and explode. Uh, Looks um, like this room is currently about to go down. Okay. Do we do we remember how deep that pool was that's in front of us? Pool is roughly. Anywhere between three to five feet deep. Oh, okay. So I'm just going to throw like 10 feet of rope in so Howard can grab it so I can pull him out. Howard loosely grabs onto it. Uh, th- thank you, Remus. All right. Um, there are big doors. You pull him out. <clears throat> yeah, once I see him halfway out, I'm just going to start running towards the door and tell everyone to follow me. Did, did that platform you said it fell? Where yes. is the tome? Uh, you can go look for it. I make perception check. I'm going to give Remus, myself some guidance first. As uh, Finks begins to book it after this, the, the other way, in the opposite way, you break through the the entranceway into this room, which no longer has blood pouring down, covering the exit. You push through. You're in the large chamber. You look over to the left where there is the busted hole in the wall that you had all originally can't come through. And you begin running in the motion to leave. Uh, Finks, while you're looking, Azoth, the spider is rushing you. What are you doing? Is it still a spider? Or is it another spider? Oh, sorry, not spider. It is a slimy... Uh, if you want to, you can look up... Actually... I'll send you a picture of what you're looking at. I like my initial reaction when you're describing it was like, what happened to Groot? <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty much what it looks like, kind of. It's a yokel. Yep. Oh man. Yokel. Uh Yokloth. So that's what's currently staring at y'all. Uh, as it is now kind of rushing up towards you, Azoth. Make a religion check. Um, eight. Eight. Uh, you do know that uh, elf, el- Elvish heritage, this is a uh, yuckle. Uh They are a handmaiden, um, kind of one of the emissar- emiss- embassaries for uh, Lolth. And they do her bidden directly when she needs. I hate that thing. Direct, yeah. <laughs> when 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 she needs a task handled efficiently and completed, uh, they'll also work hand in hand with high drow priestess that swear their allegiance to Lolf and will kind of be the voice of the god to them and offer power, advice, and help. So. Right, um- this thing being here is not good. This is GTFO, guys. GTFO, guys. Good. This is as as a as a as a what elf, right? What elf? Yes. Yep. 
you, you don't want to be messing with this thing. This is like, ah, uh, shoot. Hey, guys, don't go near the Underdark because the Drow and Yuckloth, they'll get you. This is one of those. The boogeyman. So it's not able to be reasoned or talked to then? I mean, you can able to reason to talk to it. It is uh, very obvious that the relationship between the Drow and other and the surface elves are not seen eye to eye. And this is a direct demon in better in better in, in best case in best sense of the drow goddess so uh, make your take your actions appropriately did uh 21 work for perception 21 you see it across the room and under rubbles uh packed under a couple heavy looking boulders this the thick meaty leather tome Covered and sliming with blood. I'll have the, the spiritual weapon break away the rocks. You know, whatever I can do, but I'm going for it. Make a strength check. I'll say it. Okay. Athletics check with advantage. Athletics. All right. And we're going to go with the 14. <laughs> you go to push and move some of the heavier boulders and they're not shoving. Uh, try to pull on the book and it is thick and slimy and slippery. You can't grab any, you can't find any real grip on it and you may need additional help to obtain this, but time in this room is precious. Azoth, what are you doing? All right. Um, uh, I'll, I'll, I'm going to... Um wild shape uh back to uh azoth so i can communicate so right. I'll, be, I'll be azoth again uh i'm going to back away towards the opening because i still want to be able to uh communicate with uh, the the thing um and basically like so and, and quick enough that I'm, I'm moving but still biding my time to see where this is at to try and talk to it yeah so basically say the lines of um, knowing my history of the drow, knowing, and, I, and I'll say something basically along the lines of you guys have things under control in the Underdark. What about if you were to have assistance where you guys can't reach on the above ground as an emissary of Lolth? Make a very high charisma check with disadvantage. Disadvantage? Yeah, you you are no dra- you are no drow. All right, hold on. You said what? What? Uh, charisma? Charisma. Nineteen. The, for there is a moment of clockwork just happening in this slimy, Groot-looking like structure. That's you can see the eye just kind of twisting and looking at you, beating into your soul. It's because Azos already tried dabbling with the dark arts. He's he's kind of gone down that non-natural path. 
Yes. It slithers up to you as it slimes right up in close proximity to you, and you feel its presence is dark and poisonous, and it is... Yes? I'm just going to hold up the, the, the pendant. As it stares it over, it rips off part of your cloth on your shoulder and goes, I have something. I have something of yours. I'll find you when I need you. You are on an interesting path that most certainly ends in death. My mistress will be proud. Well, entertained. Go! As he shoes you away. That's the simp. The uh, tuning fork is, you know, it does a little bit. So as you turn around, you see Finks is over in a corner trying to pull at some rumble, some rubble. How far away is he? He is roughly 20 feet away. All right. Can I maybe uh, throw a. uh, thorn Whip at the rubble to try and blast some of it out of the way? You could try. Thorn Whip is like piercing, just stinging. Yeah, yeah but, it also, it, but it can also uh, pull, too. It can uh, make a melee attack. If a creature is larger or smaller, I can pull the creature 10 feet closer to me. Make, a, make an attack roll with it. Alright, we'll go with 14. 14, as you wrap around part of the rubble, you begin to pull. <clears throat> There's no, no real full force yet. As you're trying to pull from it, you hear the, the breaking tension in the whip. <clears throat> you're not getting much on it. Sphinx, uh, make a strength check with advantage. Remus, you just booking it. This whole time? Um... I'm trying to get me and like I assume everyone else is following, so I'm trying to help the disoriented Howard. And like I I would probably shove him first through the hole and tell him to try and get that cart working if he can. Okay. Um and hopefully wait at like the whole entrance to make sure he's off and things came back out as well. So I give okay. it like a round or two before I go back to check on them. All right. Uh, Howard kind of stumbles his way to the giant doors of where Morgor first broke through from the cavernous chamber. And you see him stumble off in the distance. Make a perception check, Remus. Eleven. You hear a... Damn. Ow. And then you hear the sound of creaking wheels echoing down the chamber. Perhaps the cart is being pushed. I'll take it for now. Okay. Does an 18 work for the book? 
18, Will, as with the help of the thorn book, the bats pushing and the spiritual um, weapon hitting in the blocks, you pull it free. Part of the pages get torn and ripped and the book is smattered and covered and soaked in blood. It'll probably take a lot of time and effort to properly treat it so it isn't permanently damaged or ruined, but you have a tome of the Blood King. All right. One more question. Yeah. Sovelis himself, what, what, what's, what does he look like? I mean, is he... He a, looks a, like decrepit a... Decrepit old body? Is he a skeleton? Decrep- decrepit old drained body of life. Uh, think uh, when you watch Underworld and the vampires first awaken and before they've been pumped full of the blood where it's like they're like not zombified, but no, they're so looking like 105. Take, take his head pretty quickly. Maybe depending on how you're removing it. Dragon claw. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Make attack roll. All right. I'd use the knife, but you know, Someone's looking at me. <laughs> All right, 25. As you go to break through his <sighs> neck, you uh, remove his entire just throat and you just rip it off. As yeah, I'm you not grab, even stop to look. Just keep running. <laughs> grab it and you grab the you grab it like by the jaw and your thumb hooks up through the windpipe and you just run. Azoth, you following Remus, you see. Thinks carrying a dragon ahead and holding a big thick leather book. Azoth is running, holding the tuning fork in one hand. You begin all booking it. I need you all to make survival checks now. As you begin to run through the main chamber where the Zoolander <laughs> uh, <laughs> first fallen. Zoolander. There's now uh, tumblings of stone b- blocks in the ceiling. <laughs> 19 survival. Good, good. Remus? 16. 16, all good. So as you all are running, there's a few moments that in front of Remus, you duck and you hip you hip roll over and you pick up and you start sprinting. Another one falls and there's a moment that you almost uh, get hit and a psychic wall of energy just kind of instinctively reacts and buffers you so you don't get smashed and you go to cut around it. Thanks. As a... Uh, as a boulder foams right for you, there is a moment that you had to raise your shield up and you feel the strength of all your goblin warriors uh, summoned bu- uh, below with uh, underneath you and holding your shield up kind of pushing the strength and blocking the boulders. Azoth, you're booking it, running and kind of wall scaling at times, a little bit of the residual uh, spider climb uh, affecting you with haste as you're all running. You see coming at the mouth of the tick cave now where you camped uh, but the night prior, or two nights prior, Howard, with this chariot at the edge, with two wooden wings, and everyone make perception checks as he's hunched over at it. And he looks tired and exhausted. That's twenty fourteen. I'm too busy holding stuff. <laughs> as you all pile into it. You hear him go, this took a lot out of me, guys. I hope it'll fly. I hope. And 
Remus, you look over at it and on the very back of uh, on the very back of the chariot, there is a three squiggled, almost tentacled mark, similar to the mark that Howard has been carving at times and writing down on walls. You then kind of glance over and you see them on the wings. And as you look away, you kind of swore the signs that the sigil of the king in yellow slither themselves as almost a uh, reactionary movement as the tentacles recoil into the circular motion. Well, who's going to push? None of us are strong, damn it. Um, uh, <laughs> I will. I will actually. You know what? I will wild shape back into a giant bear. How many times have you wild shaped today? Uh, just one. Yeah. Just a spider. Just a spider. Just okay. Spider. Just a spider. So I will wild okay. shape into a cave bear. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> use a twenty for strength. Okay. And so uh, you, you get a push. Go to push him from behind. Uh, well, that if that's going to be the easiest way for me to still get on if it starts going, then yes. Well, uh, th- there really is no easy way if, if in a bear form that's going to be hard. So as you begin to push it, there's going to be a moment that it tips over the lip of the cave mouth and it's going to fall. All right, then. so the bear you'll have to find a way to maneuver and get to get yourself into it, and the only way into is either by hopping over the back and not breaking it because you're now a large cave bear or coming on the side yes remus so what i'm going to do to help with this is something i was thinking about anyways i'm going to use my hemp and rope put one end in azoth's bare mouth for hopefully when we go over the cliff for him to hold on to and transform and the three of us will also hold on to the rope so at least we'll be together with whatever happens i can also bamf back in once we start falling yeah yeah that's what i'm saying like you you still have that attachment with the rope too just in case like Yep. Gravity, distance, weirdness. Let's do okay. it. Okay. I'll give cool. agents a guidance as well. All right, you have a guidance. Yeah. And you're just gonna hold the rope in your mouth. Yep. Okay. <laughs> so you go to push the push actually, the just... actually I'll um because if I wild shape back, no, I'll just put it around my wrist. I'll put it around my wrist. Okay. Are you are you orchestrating that to them? So as they as they put it in your mouth and as a bear heart, you're not gonna be able to tie a knot. No, I'll 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 I'll, put it, I'll, I'll tie it for him. All right, so you, you see the you start to kind of wrap it around his wrist, understanding the communication. You push the cart over the edge, and as it does, you all hold up. And there's a moment as it's it's like going over a, a on a roller coaster as you're getting up to the top, and as you break over that lip, your stomach's lurch and dead air you all fly you all start to begin falling screaming this winds rushing past you howards shit 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 oh no 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 azoth how soon do you turn into a human the moment it tips once over start, or once it's over yeah once once it starts going and i know that they don't need me to push it anymore i'll go back all right so as the, it begins over you turn back into azoth you go f- the the Rope gives away, and you all begin to fall. And as it's falling, 10 feet, 20 feet, 30 feet, 
this is you all hope that this isn't going to happen like in the Feywild. And then <laughs> the wings <laughs> crack forth and the cha- and this chariot-like structure, uh, chariot-like vehicle begins to pick up <laughs> and the wings bat and beat <laughs> and right itself and catches Azoth as you are dangling in, uh, from the rope. <laughs> as it cuts off to the right, it begins flying off in the canyon Midday. We'll pick up there next week, guys. Can I pull Azoth up before we? Yeah. <laughs> you pull him up. not dangling. That's a cliffhanger. <laughs> All right, and we'll pick up there, guys. Uh, thank you, everyone that was tuning in. Uh, thank you so much. Please make sure that if you are not watching live and you're only listening to it via podcast, you do jump in and watch us live via our Twitch podcasters underscore or on our Facebook page, podcasters, tabletop gaming. We go live every Sunday night, roughly seven, roughly 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and go generally to around 930 p.m. I'm your dungeon master, Anthony. Thank you so much. Uh, please do head over to support our sponsor, Jeff at DCT Industries and their new game coming out this, this year, Kaimon. DC, what? Dot com. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. Um, please make sure you go head over, support DCT, DCT Industries and their game, Kaimon, uh, as well as the other shows on the network at BICBP-radio.com. I do a podcast with my uh, good friend and co-host of uh, our show, Chris and Anthony just can't stop with uh, Chris Chavez. It's a great time. It's essentially uh, talk about anything and everything. It's always uh, it's always a great time for that. So please check that out. Uh, make sure you check out other great shows on the network, such as History Creeps, uh, Support Matt Johnson with the Two Point Conversation, uh, and his many plethora shows of uh, retro of of retro pop and uh, much more. I'm going to let you all know uh, Let the players take it away now. So, Azoth, you're up. Yeah, um, follow Azoth on, on Twitter. I, I, I tweet it as Azoth from time to time. Uh, at Podcasters Azoth, and all of my personal shenanigans can be found on the uh, World Wide Webs at uh, the Mark 716. All right. Thanks. Okay, guys, if you want to follow Finks and his three remaining HP on Twitter, you can follow him at twitter.com slash podcaster Sphinx. Um, yeah, it's, uh, Twitter's, Twitter's fun when you get to be a goblin. Um, if you want to follow me, I am on Instagram at Phoenix Forged, painting some miniatures, and I, I've got my new setup. I'm not going to call it a new setup. I have a setup, and I got it in my living area, not in the basement, so hopefully that motivates me to get something posted in the next couple uh, couple days. So look out for that. Make sure you look them out. Look out for that. Check them out. Support them. Uh, last but not least, Remus. Um, Remus. I'm Ricky Coates. I play Remus on Podcasters. I honestly thought we were going to lose half the party today, and I am very happy with how things took a turn of events. I... I was not lying when I said today was a whirlwind of emotions. The amount of creative gameplay we had from all the players was fantastic. And I, this has honestly been one of the most intense sessions I've had playing D&D. Um, you can follow me at Rick underscore Coates on Instagram and Twitter. You can follow Remus at Podcasters Remus on Twitter. He'll tweet stuff throughout the week about his panic attack and what he saw while he was 
incapacitated for a minute. Um, but you know, we're on a flying cart now. We're not dead yet. Um, and thank you for listening and or watching. Well, guys, uh, everyone, thanks so much for tuning in live. Make sure you get those D20s because we're about to roll them. And so. tell your mom we love her. Happy Mother's yeah, Day. Happy Mother's, happy Mother's Day. Day to all those moms out there. Thank you so much for watching us instead of hanging out with your mother. But uh, <laughs> time. Keep... <laughs> 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 I don't plan these things. I just.